What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lauda, what do you got? All right, guys. So sometimes I give kind of sad news, and one of these are not. Well, yeah, it's kind of sad. Okay, I'm just going to put it out there. It's a community alert that I saw a lot of my friends um, repost. So if you guys have not been seeing the news, there's a lot of robberies going on, um, some violence, some nonviolent. So just keep alert. The police did put out, you know, just be aware of your surroundings. It's happening. Literally, I saw a report where a car is coming and targeting older women, um, Latina older women, asking them for directions to a church and then stealing their bags. So just be aware of your surroundings. It doesn't matter if you're a girl or a guy because they're happening. People walking their dogs, people walking, um, you know, their dog and their babies in the stroller. It's happening. So just be aware of your surroundings. It's happening a little too much right now in L.A., and I just wanted to let you guys know. Yeah, that baby stroller video, I've seen that plastered all over the Internet where this young woman is walking with her child in a stroller, pulls up to what looks like her apartment building, is, and, and then these two dudes who you could see in the video were tracking her, they come and, and you know, they attack her. And, you know, you're, you're a woman with a child with a little baby. What are you going to do? Well, That's like the scary. cop said, do not resist. Just give your property out. You know, just it's better to let go of what you have than get hurt. So that's part of their bulletin. And she did. She actually just gave her stuff away and took her baby and headed inside. Yeah, that's what I would do. I'd be like, here, take it. It's yours. Here, have it. Yeah, here, I'll, I'll give you the, the code to my, my ATM card. Here you okay, go. This is for you. Not get crazy, Cap. You know, here's my driver's license. You can use my stuff. I mean, seriously, like, I'm, like, like this stuff can be replaced. Okay? Don't hurt me. George, you, on the other hand, as a black belt, would probably kick everybody's ass, right? I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, it just, uh, you know, you know, depends on if someone's armed. You're not necessarily, you know, <laughs> you just deal with what you deal with. You know what I mean? Um, Kent McGrath, by the way. Thank you, Laura. That is what you need to know, and it is certainly important. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Uh, Kent McGrath has a funny tweet at us. He says, Cap is Stewie from Family Guy in that one scene where he's calling for his mommy. Mama, mommy, mama, mommy, mama, mommy, mommy, mama, mama, mommy, mommy. And then she goes, what? <laughs> That's so true. And then he goes, hi. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is, is so you. Cap. That is you. Yeah, I don't get it because I never watched the Family Guy. But Oh, really, hell. Yeah. I mean, for the love. Really? Not one episode? Not one. Not one episode of The Family wow. Guy. Not wow. one episode of The Simpsons. I know who Bart Not one Simpson episode of The Simpsons? It's on even longer. Like, I mean. Now that's weird. Bart Simpson. Who's never me? seen a single episode nope. of The Simpsons? Not one. He's the guy in a Butterfinger commercial. Seriously. Never one episode. Not one. You are a strange bird. Does that make you strange? Not watching The Simpsons? I mean, it's probably one of the most culturally iconic shows in like television history. Just didn't do anything for me. I don't know. I, think I don't love not watching it is series. one thing, but, but not having seen an episode—that's the thing. Seen yes, it. Yeah. Exactly. One episode, not one. Not even like not even after a football game. Like it just happened that you just kept it on. It's on on Sundays. I know. I'm telling you. I swear to you. I'm not saying this to be like outrageous. I mean, like, it's not like that. It's. I swear to you. I've never seen an episode of The Simpsons. Or Family Guy. I think the last animated series I may have watched was like Beavis and Butthead on MTV. That's it. I'm just not uh, into animated series. Chris says you're, oh my God, Cap, you're a horrific person. You should watch Family Guy so you can learn to be funny. 
<laughs> okay. Is that what it's going to – is that what Family Guy I mean, does? Seth MacFarlane is pretty hilarious. Like, I, like I actually think Family Guy is way funnier than The Simpsons. Um, the Simpsons is kind of funny sometimes, you know, and it has its own sense of humor. But F- Seth MacFarlane and Family Guy took that thing to it. They took a blowtorch to that thing. You know what I mean? Like, the way they do it. And, and, you know, obviously, you know, if you want to go even deeper, like on cable, right? Like you have uh, South Park, which is a completely different. It's another one. That's another yeah. animated You've series. You've never watched South Park either? No, none. Zip what up. the f- I almost cursed. <laughs> what, like, are you serious? <laughs> Not one episode. I don't like animated series. Seriously. They even have sports episodes on South Park. You don't like any TV or movies, really, I feel like. What do no, you like? No, that's, that's incorrect. All right. So, like, yeah. Like, uh, you. you yeah, like what the hell do you like? I do. I like a lot of uh, shows on TV, but animated series weren't weren't for me. Like, I, uh, listen, for example, do your kids like this? I hope your kids like these shows. I don't think so. I don't. Your think kids they watch have seen South Park or Family. I don't know. I don't. think Wow. So. Yeah, I don't think. Wow, I was getting winners, but I was like, I almost cursed. Why? Because when you said I haven't watched this and that, I was like, what the. And I told the guy, I'm so sorry. He goes, you almost <laughs> cursed it at you. I was like, yes, I did. Yes, I did in your ear. And then yeah. Sedano literally almost cursed right after me. Right, yeah, did. I came very close. Very yeah, close. I dumped it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was you like, dumped it? I didn't actually curse. I know, but, you know, it my ear sensitive. Close. It was yeah, really it was close. close. I'd rather just safely, you know, yeah. safe and sorry. But I, gotcha. I can't believe it, Cap. You always make us almost curse every day. That is true. <laughs> well, the one thing I can say is um, not vanilla, if you know what I'm saying to you. You know, I mean, listen. Um, if you're on the radio and you're not making people respond in some way, good, bad, laugh, yeah. cry, uh, get mad, be happy. I mean, um, you also got Laura in trouble by talking so much in the last segment that she had to describe some, uh, at least one spot. So. Wait, I got her in trouble? Yeah, that's you. It was me. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, me all me? Wait, I thought me? it was Just a spidership here. It was all, all me? Yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yep. All you. Uh, now speaking it's always of, all uh, you, Cap. Always. Yeah, it is. It always seems to be. That's right. Speaking of igniting a reaction, Frank Vogel ignited a reaction at halftime yesterday, didn't I he? I thought so. I thought so. Listen, I, to me, if I'm Frank Vogel and people are starting to write articles, oh, he's going to get fired. He's the guy who's going to take the blame. Somebody's got to be the scapegoat. It's going to be Frank Vogel. If that's going to be me, I'm going out my way. I'm calling my plays. I'm telling everybody what I think. And by the way, LeBron getting COVID and going back to L.A. is the best thing that could have happened to Frank Vogel because you know what? I'm the coach of this team, not him. I like that he did this last night. I mean, I don't feel like that's the way he did it. Like, you mean it seemed like he was like, Hey, hey, I mean, I'm the seems, coach. Me, it me. It seems like. I'm the coach. You made him seem like the guy in Captain Phillips that says, I'm the captain now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know about that. That seems aggressive. Like, Great reference, it, by necessary. the way. One that I really enjoyed and got because I saw that movie. Because you know what, Linz? I like movies. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we have to make you. We have to take notes on the movies that you've seen. <laughs> oh my god! But I um, yeah, look, I, I I think that Frank, look, Frank is fighting for his life. Uh, well, I mean, not literally, but his his you know his uh, his basketball life at the right. moment. I mean, you I know, when so. those articles come out, there's a reason. You know. Well, yeah, but don't you feel like him last night saying after the game, "Hey, look, the effort wasn't there on the defensive end. We've been talking about it all day." Sometimes a coach has to get into a team. But, you know, sometimes coaches don't feel like they can get into a team. Because you know why? 
whole bunch of superstars making a whole bunch of money that have a whole lot of clout. I mean, LeBron James has a lot more clout inside the Laker organization than the coach does. Not necessarily a surprise, Mm -hmm. but what I'm saying is, is that without LeBron being there and with his basketball coaching life on the line, to your point, it's like, hey, guys, what in the hell is wrong with you? You're all professionals. You're all veterans. You're all name guys. You're all wearing Laker jerseys. Those are the Sacramento Kings, and they're kicking your ass up and down the floor because you're not even giving effort. I loved what Frank Vogel did last night. And I think not enough coaches can do that to star players. And the fact that LeBron wasn't there allowed him, in my opinion, to do that. Now, do you love it more because it saved you one more day from having to buy me a bottle of Caymans? Yes, George. I am now three and two. I said the Lakers would go seven for their next nine. Yeah, they have gone three wins in. You got to win four, four. You have to win five. Well, I guess how many in a row would they have to? Have I think won? they need to win four more for me. Right, to win no, the four bet. more. But how many in a row from when their last loss? So their last loss was Sacramento the other night. So right. So you were already down two. Right. Um, so you were one and two heading yep. into this thing. Yeah. So they would. They will have to pull off six straight, basically. Right, and, and, and if they don't, I'm calling on LeBron James to be a mensch during Hanukkah and for LeBron James to buy the bottle of Camus yeah, not and to deliver the bottle of Camus to you, George, yeah. on my behalf because I want LeBron James to know that I bet on the Lakers and you bet against the Lakers. What? I want LeBron to know that. I mean, I, I really didn't have to bet against the Lakers. I just said they wouldn't go 7-2. and two. I just took the under on seven wins over a nine-game span. Okay, the Lakers are going to win this Friday against the Clippers. Okay. They're going to beat the Celtics on Tuesday. Okay. They're going to beat Memphis on Thursday. I mean, they should. There's no John Moran, so there's that. Then they must, an absolute must win. Yes. It's not about mathematics. This is about pride. They must win. Listen, if they get past the Clippers in Boston, you're in good shape. Yeah, because they got to win at Oklahoma City. And and on Friday, December 10th, when they play Oklahoma City and they're on this nice winning streak, yeah. I'm going to enjoy my nice bottle yeah. of Camus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that week will be fascinating because, you know, we will be uh, – we won't be on the air that Thursday and Friday because they'll be playing at Memphis and Oklahoma City back-to-back. Which means then on Monday, December 13th, yes. we should enjoy this bottle together. Well, we'll be studio. off then too because I think the Rams play that day. Oh. So then on, on Tuesday – the 14th, we should so enjoy we, this bottle. Uh, I know, well, you maybe, but I will be off that day because I'll be traveling to Dallas for the Lakers Mavs mm-hmm. game uh, on ESPN. Uh huh. So we Perhaps. actually would not be able to enjoy one way or another till maybe December 16th. Thursday, December 16th. Yes. Okay. I'll be back on an early morning flight just to be back here. Just for All right. You. I want to say something right now. Can you Everybody, save it for the other side? I could. Okay. Let's do that. So save it for the other side. Uh, I do want to get into the Dodgers and what you should expect as a baseball fan in the next two hours and 47 minutes because it's not going to be pretty. We'll get to that uh, and some Ram stuff that's popped up that I found fascinating. We'll touch on all that stuff before we get out of here today. And we, we, oh, I forgot to mention, I should have been teasing this the whole show. We have a new segment coming up in the last segment of the show. And it's all cap all the time. All right. It is going to be right up his alley. He is going to be like a pig and bleep, okay? And stress the word bleep because that will be part of the equation uh, when we name said segment. Uh, We'll get into that in a minute. Stick around. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. <laughs> and that was only like two or three of those that, that, you, that he cut up there. Look, I don't really think that um, sitting here talking about what Lincoln Riley's going to do and, you know, he, you ask a question about recruiting. Like, did you happen to see the story about the, the quarterback we talked about, the kid Malachi Nelson? He's a yes. kid who's going to be – he's like the number two ranked high school quarterback mm-hmm. in the country in the class of 2023. This is at Los Alamitos High School. And he was committed to go to Oklahoma. And as soon as Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma, he said, well, I'm decommitting. And then yesterday – the kid puts out a tweet that says committed and I'm staying home and immediately goes from Oklahoma to USC. Um, so, you know, what happens is when you start to ask ADs about recruiting and commitments when these kids aren't signed, you know what they say? Oh, I can't talk about that because I don't want to violate any of the NCAA rules. And so, like, to me, I'm more interested right now in the story of how the Lincoln-Riley thing went down. And I really, like I said, I hope some journalist, I'm not the person for it, I hope some journalist does a really, really good expose on how did this happen like that? The night of a game, how did they put this deal together? I think it's interesting. I mean, it is interesting, but, it, you know, my thing is just like at some point he just, you know, you realize, like, you're not getting what you want, bro, you know? Yeah, he wasn't giving it to me, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He definitely yeah. wasn't giving it to me. <laughs> you were getting nothing from Boney. Yeah, you know, one thing about Mike Bone that he's really, really great at, he's kind of like a politician, yeah. You know, uh, well, that's what a, you have to be as an athletic director. Yeah, or, or like an NFL coach. You know how like when a coach doesn't want to answer a question and they just take it in a completely different direction or they just talk around it? Credit to Mike. He did a good job. He did do a good job. He did do a good job. Um, you know, we could have asked him other stuff. Like, I would have liked to have had more time to explore the Pete Carroll conversation that he, um, you know, divulged on us. You now, know, that I was interesting that. as well. I mean, th- that was an interesting thing. You know, who's the, who's the phone call you got? And he says Pete Carroll – and how excited Pete is. Now, I found that also really interesting because how many times have we heard Pete say things like, look, I'm not at SC. I don't have a connection to the program. I don't, I don't know a lot of the people that are there. They're not the same crew of people. But interesting that USC does consider Pete Carroll part of the family. Well, I, I think he, he also probably says that because he doesn't want to be pestered with those questions. You know, Perhaps, um, but I think that it's really cool. That Pete Carroll, who's you know in the middle of a really rough season, mm-hmm. and um, you know there's there's clearly something way wrong in the relationship yeah. between Pete Carroll and, and Russell yeah. Wilson. Yeah. And then, and, by the way, you put Boney in a tough spot after that by basically saying, "Yeah, you should have waited for Pete. You know, he's going to be probably get fired. You get canned after well, the season." What I said was, I wondered if Pete said to Bone. Hey, hold on a second. Don't go hiring Lincoln Riley. Yeah. There's only yeah. a few weeks left in the NFL season. I'm about yeah. to be available. Yeah. I'll come home. By the way, you were the only one laughing at that joke. <laughs> Which made it hilarious. I liked it. I liked it. Um, Mike Bone's a great <laughs> he, guy. He wanted nothing to do with that. Of course that. not. He that's, went completely mute on that's you. The, that's the cringe factor. That's the... Uh, that's the the rubber neck. I'm not. Like, I'm not complaining about it. No, I thought I like it was hilarious. Yeah, I like. I like it too. I. I. I'm not complaining about. it. I just thought it was hilarious. I like it. I like it. Hey, listen. Great I, and guy. by the way, yeah. I think the Zoom questions are hilarious too. 
I just would have liked to have had one more opportunity to kind of follow up on the Pete Carroll stuff, but we were so late. I didn't. I didn't want to do that to Laura. So yeah. Well, I did it to Laura, or at least I got blamed for doing it to Laura. I mean, you definitely did it to Laura. Yeah. yeah. I'll yes. take that blame. While you're probably sitting there in your robe. Um. Listen, this robe is bomb. Anybody who has checked my Instagram at oh Scott Kaplan. Which, by the way, I want to thank everybody. I am yeah. really getting a lot of the 710 listeners who engage with me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. By the way, people have good ears. You know, they, they pick up a lot of the stuff we talk about here. And so if you go onto my Instagram, you should check out this robe. And I'm telling you right now, George, like it or not, you're getting one for Christmas. And then you're going to wear it. No. Yes, you are going to wear it because it's a nice gift. It's a lovely thing that somebody's doing. And Hey, Laura, take your finger off the buzzer because guess what? You're getting one, too, and you're going to wear it. And you, too, Lindsay. Yeah. By the way, I sent Boney a text afterwards. What would you say? Just to thank him. And I said, my apologies for Scott. No, actually, I did not write that. I just said, thanks for coming on. He's a great guy. And he He replied. He just said, thank you guys for having me on. Um, But, yes. I just I did almost say I'm sorry about Scott. Why? Why would you say that? I mean, you know, you're a little impulsive. Well, listen, he, he knows. knows. He knows what he's he getting. Knows. Right. He knows. No, he <laughs> knows. I didn't know. That's why I didn't include it because he knows what he's getting right. himself it's into. It's a 20-year relationship I got yeah. with the guy. He you knows and what Pony. He's yeah. He knows what he's getting. Yeah. Um, real quick, I, we got to get to Charles Barkley's bad food take. We'll do that at 6:40. It's not a bad plus. food take. It's a very good food take. Okay, now you and I are going to fight. You've chosen <laughs> violence, and that's and that's not good for you. Um, but we'll get to that at 6:40. Plus the new segment that we're unveiling. Now I, you know, people here love to make fun of you, including myself and Laura and Lindsay and Chris and the audience about how sometimes you can be a little long-winded, um, and I like to call that verbal diarrhea. So I think we're going to have a new segment. We're just going to call it Scotteria. This is why I carry toilet paper and extra underwear in my car everywhere I go. So there I'm down. I am okay. down for the Scotteria. Right. But you segment. don't carry floss. Yeah, not floss, which is I weird. I don't, but I will. I will start yeah. carrying floss okay. right away. You guys got to remember, I'm the guy that convinced Bergman to start flossing his teeth. That's true. He did not floss before then. He was anti-floss. That's disgusting. <laughs> Said it was too much work, right? I think or something right. like he was like, "Oh, it's too much. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. times." You don't so want to be that. Cap. Uh, Just carry it. Yeah. So <laughs> no, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna put some yeah. floss in my car and have it yeah. at all times because I so, bit into a red apple today and I've still got a piece of the apple skin between yes. my two front teeth. Yeah, uh, you do, and that's weird that you haven't removed it yet. Uh, speaking of being removed, uh, baseball players will be removed in about uh, two hours and 35 minutes uh, because there's going to be a lockout. And the Dodgers, uh, look, that there's there's a lot of questions about them. They're going to bring back Chris Taylor. That's cool. Um, you know, they got a lot of pitching questions, including Kenley Jansen. What's his future? I, I feel like Kenley's not coming back. I could be wrong. Um, but – the bigger problem is I don't think anyone's going to do anything. And it's why I feel like a lot of teams and even players rushed to sign Scott because they knew that this deadline was coming at midnight Eastern, 9 Pacific, where they were going to get locked out. So a lot of guys just wanted to get locked in, per se. Hey, we want this guy. We'll throw a bunch of money at him. We don't know what the future holds, so sign him and get it done now. I certainly feel like that's the way the Scherzer deal went down, which I thought was weird today. The press conference of him and Scott Boris and the notion that the Dodgers and the way they used him contributed to him running out of gas. I thought that I had a very hard time understanding what Max Scherzer was really talking about. I didn't get it. 
Yeah, I, I mean, we could kind of get into that. I'd like to get into that maybe more tomorrow. I feel like we can kind of, you know, have like more time to talk about it. Um, but it felt like he was definitely taking a shot at them for sure. I thought so, but it was hard to really follow. I, I, I'm telling you, I had a really hard time trying to understand what was he saying. Did they, did they not use him enough so he wasn't well, properly conditioned? I, I couldn't they, really. They get asked it. him about like the the whole thing he said about dead arm at the end of the year or whatever it was, right? And then, I, yeah, it, it didn't feel like there was um, cohesive sentences there after that. Um, just a lot of words, um, but it felt like those words, like he kind of caught, he was, it felt like he was going to start saying something about the Dodgers and then he kind of caught himself a little bit and then he just kind of got caught up in the air about know, what Scott he was going to say. Scott Boris sat there like with this blank stare on his face and this smile, like they propped him up like weekend at Bernie's, you know, like he had nothing to add, nothing to, he just had that weird smile like, yes. Well, he's still got to deal with the idea. Dodgers, like, you know, like there's that. Yeah. Hey, listen, um, before we hit this break. Yeah. Thursday, December 16th, mm -hmm. we must all be in the studio because either Sedano's getting his bottle of Camus or I'm getting my bottle of Camus. One way or the other, we're all going to drink good wine that day. And then, you know, we get to the end of the year, holidays, people take time off, etc. I want to see you guys all in your brand new robes on December 16th. So, please, we got to make a plan. We got to make a plan. Oh, my God. Why are you going to make me drive, bro? Yeah, we got a break, bro. Thank yeah, you, bro. Laura. Yeah, bro. Break. Yeah. You see? see this bro? is you. It's all you, bro. Scotteria. You got it in like 15 minutes, man. Relax. Scotteria is coming. Don't worry. All right. All right. Well, we got big deal or no deal coming up next. I feel like we just had the Max Scherzer press conference in this segment. All right. We're back in three minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Speaking of big deals, big deal for you to call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call my friends at Sam and Ash at Sam and Ash Injury Law at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 or online at Sam and Ash Law. Sam and Ashlaw.com. Sorry, I almost choked there. Go ahead, Lynn. I want that to happen. All right, so Facebook on Wednesday announced its decision to reverse a longstanding policy that prevented most cryptocurrency companies from running ads on its services. The move comes after the company, which is now called Meta, tried and failed to launch its own cryptocurrency that could be used to send money online to anyone in the world via Facebook products. The company's new policy is huge for the crypto industry and will allow more retail investors to access cryptos than ever before. 
So is Facebook changing its policy on crypto companies advertising with them a big deal or no deal, Sedano? It is a big deal. Um, look, the reality is that that crypto, it, we've talked about this, right, is going to be a new wave of finance. And not to say that the old way is going to completely go away, but it's going to be a new way um, to do finance. And I, I think that any company that starts to get in on this and adopts it at an early stage is going to be ahead of the curve here. And that is generally the smart way to do business in these situations. This thing has a $3 trillion market cap, the whole cryptocurrency um, marketplace. So this isn't just some fad anymore. This isn't some just thing that people are doing on the dark web, you know, like in 2011 or whatever. Like, this is real. Um, and by the way, just like the metaverse is real. I was listening to Mason Ireland talking about Oculus and buying Oculus glasses or goggles or whatever. That stuff is real. That stuff will only be big. And I do remember, Cap, that I told you that is going to end up being aging or that take is going to end up aging the worst of any take you've ever had, that the metaverse is not going to is going to be a flop or whatever you said. Well, uh, I know that I'm uh, not really today thinking about what I'm going to do in the metaverse. I just don't see myself walking around with goggles on all the time and living in this, you know, virtual world. So I'm going to maintain that. Doesn't mean it won't be successful. I mean, listen, what Mark Zuckerberg seems to touch uh, kind of turns to gold in many instances. But I will say this the reason I think this is a big deal, and I'm surprised that you think it's a big deal, is because. It just goes to show you how many people still use Facebook, you know, and and you guys say you don't use it. The three of you guys don't use I it. I still use Facebook. I can't remember the last time I posted, but I, I pretty much check in on Facebook every day. What's going on? People's birthdays. People Do you are poke anyone. Me. Do they still poke people on Facebook? I don't <laughs> think so, but I don't poke and I don't I don't I don't think I've been poked, but <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, there's Chris. You're welcome, Chris. There's a new one for you, you pal. Mm -hmm. um, but but Thank, I think again, I'm actually taking a bow for that just by asking you. Nice job. So, yes. I think um, I think again, it just goes to show though that it is such a gigantic international platform and communication tool. So yeah, I mean it, it's going to introduce cryptocurrency to a whole lot of people and make it feel very much more mainstream because they see it on Facebook. So big deal for me. All those boomers are going to be like, oh, what's this ad I got for buying some Ethereum? What is this? You know, <laughs> I love that. I see that should now. be your boomer voice. That's actually very funny. Actually. <laughs> That's like my mom. When I had to try a couple weeks ago when Mark Cuban did that thing on Voyager, where if you signed up for Voyager and you deposited $100, he'd give you $100 in free Bitcoin. And I told my mom, because she's been asking me about it a lot lately, like, should I invest in this? Maybe I should. So... I tried to walk her through it and I just, I just wanted, oh my God, it was the worst like 45 minutes of my life trying to get my mom to ex <laughs> explain her how to buy crypto on Voyager. Yeah. yeah but yeah. anyway, I digress. Yep. So, on to the next one. Go ahead. In a rather surprising move, Adrian Peterson was signed to the Seahawks practice squad today. Peterson was just released by the Titans last week after joining the committee of running backs they had formed in Derrick Henry's absence. His time there amounted to 82 yards and one touchdown on 27 carries over the course of three games. Now, he's been added to the Seahawks running back group that has struggled with injuries all year long. Is signing AP to the Seahawks practice squad a big deal or no deal, Cap? I'm going to say it's no deal because, first and foremost, the Seahawks haven't had a running back since Beast Mode. Um, they've tried Chris, Chris Carson. They drafted a guy, Rashad Penny, in the first round. 
they just don't have any running game. They don't have any running backs. And the Seahawks have relied on let Russ cook. The reason I say it's no deal is because Adrian Peterson is now an older, off-the-street free agent, and it doesn't mean he still can't play. He might be able to. But where are the Seahawks going? You know, I mean, it would be a big deal if the Seahawks were in playoff contention. It would be a big deal if the Rams signed Adrian Peterson. But for the Seahawks, given the season they're having, no deal. Um, yeah, I mean, no deal for me. I mean, Adrian Peterson is is washed. I mean, he was a great player at one time, but he's not that anymore. So next. Oh, so I wouldn't. I shouldn't pick him up on my fantasy team. No, I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. All right, uh, Philadelphia sports fans never fail to be among some of the most entertaining in all of sports. And I can uh, attest to that because a fan named James called into 94 WIP Sports Radio last week, and he wanted to share his opinion on the Ben Simmons situation. Well, James had some thoughts about the whole debacle, and nothing was going to stop him from getting them off his chest, not even a hit and run, literally. When hosts asked James how he was doing, he said, oh, not bad, someone just hit my car, and they're driving off, but that's okay. You can even hear the contact that the car made with the caller on the broadcast. He said, they swerved into my lane. Oh, well, anyway, I was calling about Ben Simmons. <laughs> is, is this caller being more concerned about Ben Simmons than his car being hit and run a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Um, I mean, it's no deal for me. Um, you know, look, there is a certain level of passion in the Northeast for sports. I think sometimes unhealthy is what I would call it. Um, but... You know, look, man, if if that if the dude is willing is is more interested in talking about Ben Simmons than his busted up car, that's his problem, not mine. So no deal for me. I'm going to go big deal because he was probably on hold for an hour or he'd been trying to get a hold of these guys for however many days. Every time he calls the radio station, it's busy or it's just ringing. Nobody's answering the phone. He finally gets his name on the board and he's waiting and he's waiting and they finally put him on the air and he gets hit by another car. He's like. Hey, I've waited for days, hours. I'm saying what I have to say about Ben Simmons. And I want to say this to all 710 listeners. That is commitment. And if you have that kind of commitment when you call this show, you may find yourself winning a Mandy. Oh, yeah. There's a category for best caller. So if you get hit and you're on the air and you blow off the hit and run because you really got a strong opinion about LeBron, you might actually win a Mandy. Yeah, and make sure you go to 710awards.net to vote for all the other categories. It's a solid promo right there. Go ahead, Lynn's next. All right, so a new report from Wired claims that Amazon's internal data security was so lax that low-level staff were able to snoop on people's shopping history, including celebrities. An anonymous former Amazon service representative told Wired that he had seen colleagues look up the shopping history of musician Kanye West, as well as unnamed stars of Marvel's Avengers movies. Other Amazon sources said that they had seen colleagues use their access to customers' data to snoop on ex-partners. Everybody did it, a former customer service manager told Wired. Is snooping on people's Amazon purchases a big deal or no deal, Cap? No deal. No deal. If I worked at Amazon and uh, I had access to that sort of information and I were really voyeuristic, I'd probably do the same thing. Like, hey, I wonder what Kanye orders. I'm going to order that. Or I wonder what my favorite actor orders. I think that's, um, if you have access to that information, I don't think that's really doing anything that bad. 
Uh, yeah, no, I think that's a huge deal, actually. Yes, uh, that is, like, illegal, uh, I, I believe, in plenty of places. Um, you know, like, it, it's also an invasion of privacy. Like, yeah, no, it's awful, actually. Yes, huge deal. <laughs> really? You think Kanye's, like, all upset about it? Yay? I mean, I, I just think that, you, you know, that's... It's just personal. Like, so we just wanted to know, like, what brand of toilet paper he uses, maybe, you know? Yeah, I, I just think. Does he use the people, two ply, the single ply? Weird, What's his deal? People are weird. Hey, real quick, Sedano. My Cleveland Cavaliers are beating, I guess, your, your, can we call them your Miami Heat? 106 to 78 without Bam Whoa. Adebayo. Whoa. Obviously. Or Jimmy Butler. Without Jimmy Butler. Or anyone obviously. really that, yeah. <laughs> but is this a big deal or no deal? <laughs> I mean, it's no deal because they're playing without, I don't know, two yeah. all-star caliber players, two all-NBA players. <laughs> they're basically playing with the entire backups uh, group out there, you know? So, yeah, I would say no deal. Sorry, Liz. Oh, okay. I was, I'm, I'm a little, still a little excited about it. Just saying. Yeah. Although I do think Kevin Love looks good. Although yeah, he can't help the Lakers, get traded. Man. he don't play. He don't play defense either. So, uh, all right, one more. Go ahead. Well, that's all I have. Oh, that's today. all you had. Yeah. Yo, you went to the well with the Cavs question. I see. I did. <laughs> well, I'm watching the end of the game. There's a minute fifty eight left. Yeah, that was the Bergman trick. Laura, Laura nailed that. That's correct. Yes. All <laughs> you right. didn't have to out me though, man. Oh my bad. <laughs> my B. I thought you said that on the air. No. Um, <laughs> It was a Bergman trick, though, for sure. He'd always give you, like, one random thing he was watching on TV at the moment when I asked him for one extra question. I was um, asking but, you. I was asking you earlier today. And then when you were like, oh, Bam out of bio's out, they better beat him. And then Jimmy Butler's out. You're like, okay. But they beat him by 30. So I feel like, you know, it's a viable it's a question. It's a beat down is what that is. Nobody's yeah. watching Michigan versus North Carolina college basketball. Wisconsin versus Georgia Tech. Nobody? No, I take yeah. my wins when I can get them. Yeah, yeah. that's yet. a smart move. Uh, anyway, all right. Coming up next, Charles Barkley with his awful food take. And um, and then Scotteria. It's the new segment that's going to sweep the Southland. Scotteria coming up. This is actually a pretty good song. Um, so I'm okay with it. I just don't, you know, I'm just not like, like, you know, what, I got to be in the mood for the Beatles, right? Like, you know, KLOS does a really good job of having, I think they do like Beatles breakfast or whatever. Uh, like, I don't know if it's Saturday or Sunday morning. Occasionally if I'm in the car and, you know, I'm flipping around. Maybe I listen to a song or two, but I'm not like, oh my God, the Beatles. I got to talk about the Beatles. They're the greatest thing ever. Like, this you, ever is, see, right. um, you ever see that guy? What's the guy's name? He's the late night talk show host, James Corden. Does that yes. sound right? Yes. You ever, you ever see he does like this thing, this bit called car karaoke, I think is, is what it's no, called? No, I've never heard of it, actually. Well, it's good. You should check it out. So. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> one day he had Paul. It's McCartney. only like the most popular thing in the it, like that broke the internet like a couple of times. But yeah, it's sure. awesome. It's really yeah. great. I loved it yeah. when he had the Red Hot Chili Peppers and he and Anthony Kiedis got out of the car and they started wrestling. Yeah. But he had he had Paul McCartney on one day, and McCartney winds up telling him this story about how the song "Let It Be" came. Did you ever hear about this? Uh, he, McCartney's I, sleeping. I, I mean, I vaguely remember the he's, conversation. He's having a dream, mm -hmm. and his mother, who died, comes to him in his dream. And he's under all this stress in his life. And his mother says, Paul, let it be. And he wakes up out of this dream and he writes down the words, let it be. And he writes the song that night. And it's one of those things. Corden's crying. Like, and if you watch it, it, it could bring tears to your eyes. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's look, they're the legends. They're they're rock and roll yeah. legends. But I mean, George, I get it. I mean, you know, it's not everybody's taste. You know, every time you I guys mean, it's fine. About it's fine. I don't dislike them. I just don't fawn over them. You know, hmm. So, no fawning here. Well, so. you, you tried to shut down a little John Lennon talk earlier today, and 
You see what Morales did. He put it on the show anyway. It was actually yesterday I was talking about. We were talking about the, the Beatles. There was like a Beatles anniversary yesterday. We didn't do it. Yeah, there was like a number one hit or something. And yeah. when I was going through stuff with uh, Morales, I was like, yeah, it's an island doesn't really care about any of the Beatles yeah, stuff. He wants more of the Mariah Carey thing than the Beatles. Well, I also feel like it's a little bit more in tune with our audience, uh, you know, as far as the demographics are concerned. So there's that. I mean, I, I think wrong, you're right. But... You're right. No, I think you're right. Um, nonetheless, um, real quick, before we get to Scotteria. Um, the debut of Scotteria. I can't wait till we have an open for that. That's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. But uh, so Charles Barkley, I was watching Inside the NBA as I do every week. Um, I love Inside the NBA. It's my favorite show. And just because those guys always make me laugh. You know what I mean? Like there's not a time that I watch them um, where they're not just being like goofy at one in the morning eastern time 10 o'clock our time you know so there's just like the the way they interact with each other i think it's hilarious i i just love the fact that they just poke fun at each other all the time so somehow another charles you know they love talking food with him and he starts ripping plantains and i was like what i'm like bro you are going to fight with the entire caribbean community of the united states of america tonight and that's exactly what unfolded now laura we i know we have two pieces of audio play the first piece of audio where he it originally goes in on plantains. Plantains are fake cheap bananas. Oh, man. Yeah, you're right. That's all they are, yeah, fake right, cheap bananas. When's the last plantain. time you ate plantains? I, it's been like 20 years. Oh, I just I tried it. First of all, I don't eat like bananas. I don't eat bananas either. Plantains are cheap bananas. Um. <laughs> so Shaq agreed with him, which is a like Shaq. Shaq has got to get all his cards revoked after saying that, too. I like, love dude. when Shaq. I love when, when Shaq says something, but you can barely understand. I'm like, you're joking. Chuck, what are you talking about, Chuck Plantains, Chuck? Like, so you're like, Shaq, I can't really understand you. Like, are you mumbling? Like, talk to me, man. So I'm glad I'm glad Shaq was with Chuck because I'm with both of those guys. I mean, listen, dude, just because you don't have, you don't know what flavor is, you know what I mean? Like, the first of all, plantains can be made in so many different ways, like yes. on top of that. Like, you can make it, you can fry them up. And you mm -hmm. can make tostones, which are oh, so delicious. Good. Okay, you can get the sweet plantains and also kind of fry them up, and that's actually I I don't love the sweet as much. I like the savory better. Um, but those clearly are more. Those are actually more popular. If I if if I had to that's sit here and break it down, that mm -hmm. the sweet is more popular than the savory. But then there's uh you know Dominicans make uh, something called mangu, mangu, right? So good. Yeah, it's like a little mash, like almost like a it's like plantain mofongo. mash. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's delicious stuff. Puerto Ricans have mofongo, so good. Puerto Ricans do mofongo? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it's, you know, you're going to fight with a big portion of the country here if you're Charles Barkley. So what happened was, as I'm watching this with my wife, I, I said to her, I got to text Charles. I've never been more disappointed with him in my entire life. And I text him and I said, I can't believe you're saying this stuff about, I might have thrown a few curse words in there, about plantains. And I'm like, listen, next time you come to LA, we're going to go to this place. It's 30 miles outside of downtown. Uh, maybe it's less. I don't know. But we're going. It's called Downey. I'm gonna take you to this place called Trop Tropicana. It's family owned, and we're gonna eat plantains, and you're gonna like it, Charles Barkley. And uh, he wrote me back, LOL, count me in. And then he went on the air. I didn't know this because I wasn't watching the entire time. I flipped when they went to commercial or something else, and then mentioned that I was gonna take him to a restaurant, but still would not eat the plantains. Now the audio quality for this is not as good. Lindsay found it off someone off of TV. Um, but I was, I only found out that he talked about me after the fact on Twitter. Somebody mentioned it to me. And, uh, so Lindsay found this. 
You know how bad a food has to be for a fat dude not to like it. It must suck. No, it's good. No, plantain suck. Hey, Cunningham. Hey, George Cisano just said, you want to take me to a good Cuban restaurant. I go to a Cuban restaurant. I'm not even a damn plantain. I'm 46. So he's not gonna he's not gonna let me have him eat plantains. He is getting plantains whether he likes it or not. I like the shout out though. I, you know it's funny people don't realize it that when you're on TV or you're on radio when you're doing a broadcast of a game or you're sitting there at a desk, you got your phone. You go to commercial. You pick your phone up, and you know you can text somebody and get a text right back. I mean that's awesome. I love that Charles Barkley sent the shout out. Way to go, Chuck. But I'm with you, Chuck. Don't love plantains. I love bananas. But I don't love plantains. I don't know why. I've tried them a million times. I'm like, these aren't good. I should have brought you some. You haven't gotten them from the right place. Mm -hmm. Hey, listen. You see, now the difference is I'm flexible and available and open to try new things. You did. You tried the- Well, no one says you're inflexible. (laughs) Well, I'm just reminding you about flexibility. I want you to be more flexible. Why do I need to be more flexible? Because of the robe. These kinds of guys who just make a decision and then you're like, that's it. That's that's my. I'm like, no, I mean, listen, there are certain things that I I am 44 years old, man. I know what I know at this stage. Okay, it doesn't mean that I can't adapt. I just know specifically what I don't like. Now, it doesn't mean that there are things that I am not familiar with that I could not begin to like. That's different. That's inflexibility. But I know what I don't like. And I feel like that's fine. I don't like to wear a robe, bro. I'd rather just wear my T-shirt and chonis. I don't like plantains, but I'm willing to give them a shot. I mean, just give the robe a try, man. No. Nice. See, this is what I'm talking about. No flexibility at all. I've no. tried the robe. It don't work. Try my robe. <laughs> it's weird. No, bro. You're good. You keep your robe to yourself, okay? All right. Oh, all right. Weird. Now, here's the deal. We, we You have so much to say, Scott Kaplan. And, you know, us here at the show, Christopher, the audience, we love to kind of poke fun at how long-winded you can be. So, you know what? We just said, I, I, I told Lindsay, I said, you know, Lindsay came up with this idea, and I'm like, you know, I'm 100% in on this. Scott needs, even if it's just a few minutes, just to vent, right? And just do Scott things. So, Cap, I'm going to, I, you know, I told Lindsay, you know, we can maybe call it like verbal diarrhea. And I said, actually, you know what? Forget verbal diarrhea. Let's call it Scotteria. So this is the first ever installment, the beta version of Scotteria. Now, go ahead. All right. Laura, All right. put some music under this if you want. Do whatever. You know, give it some some fla- – what do you want? What music do you want, Cap, for Scotteria? I probably need some, like, good rock and roll, but do this. I, I, give me a day or two. I'm going to think about this because this is a brand-new thing, and, and you, you're right, George. This is the beta version. So this is my time to kind of spread out a little bit and vetch about something or just – Whatever it is, whatever's on my mind. I'm going to tell you what's on my mind tonight. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know yesterday there was a very important hockey game here in L.A.? Do you guys know about this? I did not. No. Go ahead. Tell yeah. me about it. The Ducks played the Kings mm-hmm. last night. Yeah. Okay? The Ducks beat the Kings 5-4 to four last night. Now, I don't really care that much about hockey, but congratulations to the Ducks for winning the game. At the game last night, it was Chargers football night so they were having a uh, a night where at this hockey game the chargers were being i don't know if i'd call it celebrated but they were being uh i don't know they, they the kings the ducks they're playing they're celebrating the chargers so at one point during the game here at chargers night between the kings and the ducks the the pa guy comes on and he says uh 
Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we want to introduce you to a Charger legend who is going to drop the ceremonial first puck. Mm -hmm. So, George, if I were to say to you, Charger legend, any names pop to mind? What names come to mind if I say Charger legend? I mean, Philip Rivers, Dan Fouts, right? Like, um, you know. Um, LaDainian Tomlinson. LaDainian Tomlinson is a good one. Charlie right. Joyner, right, okay. or something like that. These are all, Ke the, Kellen these, Winslow Sr. Right. You know? These are legends, right? Yeah. So here's what happens at Charger night between the Ducks and the Kings. Ladies and gentlemen, now welcome to the ice for the ceremonial first puck drop. Chargers legend, Larry English. Mm. Now, Larry English. Anybody here know who that is? Not not familiar, no. No. Nope. I know AJ English, who played for the Denver Nuggets. Okay, Larry English. Nobody knows who he is. No. Well, then let me ask you a question. How the hell is he the legend? That's an excellent question. Let me tell you something, and I love this idea of Scotteria because it gives me time to really stretch out a little bit. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Larry English was a first-round draft choice by the then San Diego Chargers out of some mid-major. I don't remember if it was Toledo or, you know, one of those kinds of Mac schools. And he did nothing. Northern Illinois, by the way. Oh, thank you. He did nothing in his NFL career. I mean, Zippo. And he's the Charger legend. Listen, if you told me Sean Merriman dropped the ceremonial first puck, I'd say, yeah, he wasn't really a legend, but he had a couple of good years. But Larry English... Yo, Kings, Ducks, Charger Knight, Larry English, really? That's a horrible move. He ain't no legend. So that's my first installment of Scotteria, and it's a nope. beta version. So I want to okay. save my better material. Okay, fair enough. There you go. Well, well thank excellent, you. excellent work on Scotteria. Um, excellent idea by you. Ho hopefully the audience doesn't catch Scotteria, um, you know, over the I'm night. vaccinated, yes. and I'm immunized. Yes. So there hey. you go. Larry right, English had 12 uh, career sacks, okay? Yes. Of course he's a legend. Scott Kaplan, have a great evening. Back to you, brother. Uh, Lindsay and Laura, you guys have a great evening. Thank you for all your help today. Uh, what is coming up next, Laura? What is up next after us here today? Sports Center? Oh, you mean uh, ESPN Radio is what you're saying? Correct. Oh, okay, yeah. So Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons, I would imagine, are coming up next. So stay tuned for them. They're my friends. Listen to them. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you.